Welcome back with Brandy and Kelsey on Realtors Talking About Real Stuff. Realtors <laughs> Talking About Real Stuff. Oh, and the real thing that I want to start with first off is, like you were saying earlier, it's Realtor, not Realtor. Realtor. Spelled R-E-A-L-A-T-O-R. Yeah. It's Realtor. Realtor. I'm so glad we got that out of the way. Um, so the topic today is going to be misconceptions about realtors, realtors. So there's a lot of misconceptions out there. We thought of and found on Google quite a few, and we narrowed it down to these four that we thought were important to talk about. There's just, I think the depiction of realtors on TV has really swayed the public's opinion about us. Well, a lot of people certainly got into real estate because yes. of that too. <laughs> oh my gosh. Between social yeah. media and TV. Uh-huh. It's mm-hmm. just been this, this job has been so glamorized and it's not how they depict it on TV at no, all. No, I mean, it's a, it's a great job, but no, it's not that you, you know, say, call your assistant up, Hey, draw up this contract and get it signed. Deal done. Yeah. And then you jump in your Maserati and you drive off. Yeah. That is not how this works after showing one house. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's, it definitely takes time. I mean, we've had clients that we've shown property to for years, right? And then we've yeah, had right some now. that look the first week out and they buy. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, it, it takes time and that's totally fine. Um, but it's not as easy as it looks, I guess, it's is not. the point. So what is misconception number one? You make a lot of money. Realtors make a lot of money. Um, okay, so you can make a lot of money in this job. It's one of those careers that this there's no ceiling. There's no limit. You can do whatever you want. You can build however big of a business you want. You can like you can build a team like you've done, Brandy. But it's not easy. I think the misconception is it's easy to make money in real estate as being a realtor. Right. And it, it really does. First of all, it takes a lot of time, effort, grit. A lot you of know, grit. Making your phone calls, getting in there. Because when you start out new, well, like how many homes did you sell your first year? 13. Okay. Well, and that's a lot for a brand new agent. And you were working it hard. So mm-hmm. that's that's great. But, um, you know, then your next year... You probably doubled that and then the next year. And so it isn't, it isn't easy to make money and you do have other costs and expenses. Yeah. So you're spending money to make money and you're doing really boring things at first. Mm -hmm. It's very tedious at first. It's a lot, a lot of repetitive activities. And there's a lot of things you're not getting paid for your time. I mean, so when you go out and show property or do market analysis for clients, you are not necessarily, you're not, you aren't getting paid for that. Right. So you could spend hours and hours with a potential client and and then not get paid ever for your time with them, which happens all the time. It's just part of it. It's just part of it. It's no big deal. It's just part of it. So I think, you know, the way that the TV shows make it look and the misconception Mm -hmm. is that it's easy was that. Yes. And making a lot of money. Yeah. The, um, on TV, they'll say, they'll show the agent's commission and they're like, Hey, this agent sold a million dollar home or more because they're in freaking Southern California and they made $30,000. It's like, okay, well that may have been the total commission for that side, but they have a team. So they're on a split and they're paying their transaction coordinator and they're paying their broker and they're paying 30% if you're in California and taxes and and E&O insurance. insurance. There's all these other things. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like we went, we went over that in another podcast episode. So it's just, you definitely are paying out a lot of other people out of that amount. It's just like running a business. Yep. Absolutely. So you got to work hard to make money. What's con- misconception number two? Um, the agent with the signs all around town is the one I should use. 
don't know if that's uh, a misconception or not. I mean, if, if an agent has a lot of signs out, that means they're doing a lot of business. And I absolutely think that you should probably interview that agent. Um, interview keyword. Yeah. Yeah. You got to interview them, make sure that they're just not sticking these signs in the ground all over town and not doing anything. Not what, it, how, what's their average days on market? Um, yeah. And as a buyer that if they have a ton of signs around town, they may not even be working with new buyers. They may just be working with sellers and past clients. And so you'll probably be referred to somebody on their team and you just want to make sure that whoever you do end up working with is a good fit for you. Yeah. Agreed. But I would say that if somebody's got a lot of signs around town, that means they're hustling. Yes. And I also, I actually think a misconception can be, depending on the agent, I don't, it's, obviously every agent is different, but if they have a lot of signs around town, they have a lot of business, they're going to be too busy for me. And yeah. that's not necessarily no. true either. I mean, a lot of top successful agents have built structure around them to make sure that everybody's taken care of. Absolutely. And that's why they're so successful is because all their clients are being taken care of. Now, I haven't heard that all the time. There are some top agents out there who maybe one of their clients didn't feel like they were being taken care of, but that can also be the perception of that client. Maybe that client did require a little bit more texting and phone calls than that agent was able to give them. And so it just wasn't a good match. It doesn't matter if they're a top agent or not. It just wasn't a good personality fit. Right. Oh, and that happens. That can easily happen happen. to anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So it's a good idea, especially if you're listing your home, but also if you're a buyer to talk with multiple agents and see who is a good fit for your personality and who's going to work hard for you at the end of the day. Right. I watch HGTV. You make it look easy or you don't work that hard. HGTV when you watch house hunters they've already bought the house that they pick so they are recreating the showings aspect of it the accepted contract i do they do inspections on that show i haven't yeah. watched it in yeah, so long they do they do you know what i love about hgtv though is it has helped the public understand um that well this i guess i should say a seller understand that they need to get their house ready to put on the market mm. which is a whole nother podcast episode but yeah. Um, yeah, HGTV makes our job look easy, like we talked about before, but on the other hand, it has also helped us because most clients that we talk to have seen those shows. Yeah. So So. you say like you want your house to look like those houses on HGTV. Yeah. So it's educated both the buyers and the sellers Yeah, really, but no, we already kind of touched on how that's, it's not as easy as you think it is. Yeah. I mean, when you're thinking of becoming an agent, HGTV is not something to go off of and Selling Sunset is not something to go off of when looking at it as a career. But they are fun to watch. They're super fun I to watch. Totally and especially as a realtor, it's yeah. kind of cool yeah. to see that part. And they show you the most interesting parts of it. They show, mm-hmm. like the showing of homes is like we said in another episode, 10% of the job. And that's yes. 90% of those TV shows right. is showing, exactly. the, homes. showing so the homes. It's yeah. not, it's not just showing having homes. having fancy parties. Yeah. It's not just <laughs> parties and drinking and showing homes. Damn. <laughs> Dang it. We gotta get on one of those shows. I know. <laughs> Chico's selling sunset. Selling million dollar <laughs> listings in Chico. There's not very many of them, but okay. So right. misconception number four is what? Realtors are just trying to sell you a house or they'll do anything to sell Realtors you a house. Do anything to sell you a house. I, I suppose some will, but I mean, I, I think that's a low percentage, at least in our area. Here's the thing nowadays is we have Zillow or clients, buyers have Zillow. So where it used to be, you had to go to an agent to get to the MLS and it was way more important for your agent 
to be able to like play matchmaker for you. Whereas now as a buyer, you have the opportunity to see every single house that's on the market online with pretty accurate photos most of the time. Mm -hmm. So the buyer a lot of times will find the house that they want and then and come to their agent with it. I mean, mm-hmm. I might be sending you properties, but you're going to have vetted that before we even go see it. Right. So it's not my job to sell you on a home that you may or may not even like that much. My job is to make the home buying process easy for you and trust that you trust me as your agent and that my services are the best that they can be in my communication. Right. It's and negotiation skills. Negotiation And what to watch huge. out for. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have both talked people out of buying certain homes. Like, 100%. Do not buy this home. It is in a terrible location or it has this or that and this. And because we, we think about resale. Yep. You know, we think, okay, well, in three to five, seven years, you're going to turn around and sell this. And the problem's going to be that it's on a very busy corner. Location, location, location is still accurate yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's you, like you can't pick the house up and move it so you just have to consider right. that when you go to sell later right and so I think to your point like maybe we put those ideas in their heads we know what to look for how to reframe right. their thinking and just say okay have you thought about when you go sell this house you're the only buyer on this property and you're going to get a deal out of it because it's on a busy corner because it's on a busy so corner. you're going to have the same you're problem gonna... and you're going to be selling a, a, a deal in five years right. so right. and some people are okay with that and that's just one example but. and advising them on inspections and how important yep. they are to get them and then navigating through what is important to get fixed on that inspection mm-hmm. what's normal the, to ask for right yeah and then helping them with the loan process and the lender yep. and what's going to happen next like step-by-step step process mm-hmm. through the whole escrow because it's always like okay well we did this now what <laughs> right so it, it really isn't about just trying to sell a home. At least it's not for us and I think for most realtors. We're selling the dream. We're selling the dream. <laughs> um, that is true. We're selling the dream. And honestly, it's just like having an attorney or a doctor. Yeah. We're there to give you advice. We Our team sells 200 homes a year. Um, and we've been doing this for a long time. So yeah. when they're done that, we just mm-hmm. know how to navigate. And quite I don't know, quite frankly... Whether you buy a home or not is not going to necessarily change our lives. Right. We're here to help change your life. Yes. Aw. That was nice. (laughs) (laughs) Eloquently put, Miss Brandy laughing. I wasn't sure if that was going to come out right. I was like. (laughs) I knew where your brain was going with that, and it went really smoothly. Oh, good. Good job. Because you know it could have been a train wreck. (laughs) I think we're at the point where we just, we finish each other's sandwiches. I think we're sandwiches. Yeah, have you ever heard that? No, that's a new one. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. So Anything else? So what Jess was saying was that we are, ultimately we are trying to sell you a house. Like that is, at the end of the day, our job is to sell you this house. And also we're not going to push you into a house. We're not going to... recommend or advise you to make a bad financial decision. Right. We're not going to do it for our benefit. But sometimes I think the point maybe Jess was trying to make also is that you sometimes have to nudge people in what's best for them Mm -hmm. because it is scary. Mm -hmm. There is a lot of scary things out there, especially with the rates doing a little bit of craziness right now. So I think just guiding people to make the right decision for them and Mm -hmm. kind of educating them that on the real estate market and how it's going to be beneficial to them is important. Yeah. I mean, that's our job. And yes, we do want to sell houses. That's what we do for a living, but 
we the last thing we want is for someone to do something they're not comfortable with or that they don't love I always ask people do you love it nope then this isn't the house yeah or if they say well we like it still not the house not the house yep we want to be your trusted advisor and also like be able to make money while doing that another misconception that we were kind of discussing earlier is when a buyer or whoever buyer or seller calls Zillow that they're going to be talking to the listing agent right and that and or that Zillow is who they're calling yeah they're they're being pushed through to a local agent and it can be the listing agent but mm-hmm. 9 times out of 10 it's probably not the listing agent so what we have found is sometimes they will have an agent but they'll call the Zillow number get transferred to a different agent and then go and look at the house with a different agent. Yep. And and here's where another misconception comes in. They don't realize that that agent is not getting paid. Right. To show they think they're oh they're they work for Zillow or they work for Remax so they must be getting, you know, an hourly wage. No. Mm-hmm. That agent is meeting you there and showing you that house and they only get paid if you buy something from them um, or through them. So that I think that's a actually a really big misconception sometimes is when you call those online companies yep. Zillow Redfin all those others but yeah. not to say not to call them Zillow's a billion dollar company um probably multi-billion dollar company yeah. and we work with Zillow all the time we love Zillow and we're happy to help and show people homes but just know that you're not necessarily calling the listing agent yeah and if you have a realtor that you're working with call them they want you to call them like I I hate it when my client thinks that they're supposed to call Zillow instead of me that has happened to me before and it's I just am like why why wouldn't you just you have my cell phone number just text me and we'll set up a time to see it and they think oh you're too busy maybe or I don't want to bother I don't want to bother you yeah. yeah yeah so I think that's and that's that mortifies agents yeah. if they don't want you calling Zillow no. <laughs> quite frankly if you have a realtor call your realtor to see any properties if you don't have a realtor by all means call Zillow or look up Google reviews and find a good realtor and if you're in the Chico area call the Laffenstein <laughs> <laughs> little plug little plug <laughs> cool. all, right. all right well that wraps up that episode And thanks for listening if you're out there in cyberspace and we'll see you next time. All right, cool. Peace out.